Hello, everybody. Hello, Marvel Maniacs, and welcome back once again to another special edition of the This Week in Marvel podcast. We are once again talking about the Age of Ultron event. I am Marvel.com Editor-in-Chief Ben Morse, and I am pleased to welcome to the show, first of all, behind the mic, um, we have back this week, Logistical Director of Operations. Director? And... <sighs> <laughs> I get this right. So it is... <laughs> Logistical Director of Audio Operations, Blake Garris. Blake, it's been a little while. You've been out traveling. How are you? Hello. Yep. Blake from the great uh, country of Canada, of course, and has been visiting family for a few weeks. He's back with us. And I am very fortunate, once again, uh, we couldn't get him for a few weeks because he's been he's been between here and California a lot, but my fellow editor-in-chief, the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics, Nicholas Lowe. So good to be with you guys, and I yeah. just want to share the good news. While I was out there, uh, we met, and they also elected me chairman of the board really? of Disney. That is huge. Uh, so I'm very excited to uh, to to announce that here on this podcast, wow. on, on the uh, second most popular podcast on Marvel.com. Yeah, not not the first huge announcement we've had here. No. Nope. Um, when we nope. purchased Disney, yep. we talked about that here when we, mm-hmm. when we merged with them. Yep. Um, and yeah. The purchase was, was the right term. Purchase was the right okay, term. Okay, all right. Well, you know, that's that's huge news. Yeah. We uh, just, that, like, the, all those properties are such big yeah. IP, and, and we loved adding it to the Marvel family. Yeah, and I believe this makes you the youngest, you already were the youngest editor-in-chief at 16 mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. Yep. And this makes you the youngest director of Disney ever at 25. It's true. That's it's huge. True. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Nick. Thank you. Thanks Thank a you. lot. It, it, uh, the time has flown. I yeah. mean, it's just been such a great time, and yeah. it, it's just flown by, and uh, I... I all I can do is, is thank those who helped me get there because I'm nothing without my team of people of which I can't remember any of their Yeah, names. but they're great. But they're amazing. They're great. And, and, and good looking, too. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, ever since you instituted that policy yep. back in 04, yep. the uh, handsomeness and beauty quality. Along with the nonprofit of bringing beauty to people. It was, right. It's the Bringing Beauty Foundation. Well, you know what? We I just make people more handsome. I don't want to cut you off, but we're going to talk about that more later okay. in the show. Sounds good. It's a point. Sounds but you good. did mention. Second most popular podcast here on Marvel.com, and that, of course, is only behind your bi-weekly podcast with none other than the president of the United, of the United States, States of America, of America mm-hmm. uh, Beyonce Knowles. She is such a delight. Right. Uh, and you guys have a great rapport. Uh, we've known each other for, for a while now. Mm-hmm. We, we just have fun. Uh, she is a great friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great president. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, that her, goes without saying. Her third term in office. She's, yeah. she's basically, in her first two terms, dealt with foreign policy, dealt with the economic crisis, and now is really able to focus more on the arts. Yeah. And yeah. creative creative interests. And and I gotta say, uh, you know, like, she has really helped us mm-hmm. uh, with some great ideas, um, and I, I really can't thank her enough. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Beyonce, if you're listening to this... And uh, you know she is. It, Come on, of course. Let's I mean, come on. Uh, I'll, I'll just there's a little inside joke. Uh, uh, pinwheels, sister. I, pinwheels. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it sounds hilarious, and I know you guys have your gags. <laughs> it really is. I mean, she, uh, you kill me, Beyonce. Lady, you can call her that, but Lady President, as I call her, uh, huge friend of Marvel. In fact, I mean, everyone's heard this story a million times, but I feel like, you know, it goes without saying that, of course, she at one point was looking to go into entertainment, into, yeah. into singing and dancing, mm-hmm. showbiz, yeah. and uh, actually was such a big fan of The Wasp 
one yeah. of our most popular female characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically our flagship female character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That she uh, said, you know what? I think I can do more. I can be a well, real-life superhero. It was an issue, and I got, and I wish, I feel like a failure as an editor-in-chief and chairman that's of the board. Im- that's impossible. That uh, it was an issue of Avenger- or um, I'm sorry, I've, I've got it on my brain. Yeah, because we're going anyway, about it a little bit. An right, issue of right, Defenders right. where uh, Team Leader Wasp mm-hmm. gave, uh, like, sat down with a little girl on the street and gave her this speech about, you know, you can be anything and the world is yours to, you know, to to make. Right. And uh, it was, uh, Beyonce has talked to, President Beyonce, of course, yeah. uh, has uh, talked to me many times about that speech. She has it actually on the Oval Office, framed on the right. wall of the Oval Office. Right. And that she's the first president allowed to do something like that. Indeed. Um, just the way she's in her unprecedented third term. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, only person, yeah, only president ever allowed to hang anything yep. on the walls of the Oval Office. Yep. They're supposed to leave and, them bare. And, and I, it's not my place to announce anything, but I just keep uh, fans of ovals. Uh, just keep your keep your eyes wow. your eyes and ears peeled to maybe the next podcast. That is there a, are some changes coming. That is a huge tease. That is a huge tease. Oh my god. Well, of course we're here really to discuss the Age of Ultron. There's so much else. Oh, yeah. There's so much going on here nope. at uh, Marvel Worldwide all nope. the time. Marvel Industries. Um, but you know we're focusing on our Age of Ultron event. Nope. Uh, it's been and a huge. It is a good one. one. It's been it a great is one. A good one. It's been a great one. Matt Bendis. Yeah, he never fails. Well, let's let's talk about Brian Bendis quickly. Sure, sure. Uh, everyone knows the story. Brian Bendis, hugely successful around the turn of the decade, the turn of the century, mm-hmm. uh, did launch the Ultimate Spider-Man series and then disappeared yeah. into obscurity um, until you brought him back. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little about sure, about sure. that? Uh, something happened, and I can't get into details. It's not sure. my place to talk about. Of course, it. Not. Brian wants to talk about it, but. Uh, he had a, a big crisis of confidence uh, mm-hmm. tied to uh, his lack of hair. Sure. Um, and it really broke my heart because, you know, yeah. he is one of the best writers we ever had here at Marvel. Yeah. And uh, it inspired me. I, it made me wonder why in this amazing world mm-hmm. that we live in do we allow baldness to exist right. still? And so I, I, I took a week off, um, which... You know, I really had to get some buy-in from the board of directors at, at the time. They didn't want me to. And I can say that's one of having been here. That was one of the darkest weeks in the history of uh, Marvel Industries. Yeah, I think they actually lost power at some point during it. Uh, yeah, I they, they they called me on my my BlackBerry. Yeah. And I, anyway, but like this is when you were still in school in Halifax. Uh, you hadn't come down here yeah. yet. Anyway, this is, this is so different. I took a week off. I called some scientist friends. We went sure. to my mountain retreat. And uh, and and we we cured baldness. Yeah, uh, we cured it. And uh, one of the first things I did was I, I I called my good friend Brian Michael Bendis, fellow mm-hmm. Clevelander. Yeah, as well, right. or Lowlander. At, you know, ever since they renamed it. Right. But um, fellow Lowlander uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, and I got to give him the surprise of his life. Mm-hmm. He now has long blonde flowing locks. Yes. Like like uh, like Fabio almost, but yeah. better. Yeah, uh, and and it brought him back to the fold. It filled him with new confidence, like Samson. Yeah, uh, and he the first thing he wanted to do was Age of Ultron. Yeah, and we don't even know. I mean, well, we here behind the scenes at Marvel have an idea of what this all means. But of course, yeah. you guys have heard the term Age of Ultron. And you're like, what? What is an Ultron? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why is he, she, it having an age? And of course, that's all going to unfold in these pages. But I mean, Brian, just a, just an endless, endlessly creative oh individual, and such a fan 
loves the minutia of the Marvel Universe to the point where so much, as we learned in this latest issue of Age of Ultron, um, for a lot of you younger listeners, you probably have never heard who, who this character Hank Pym is. Yeah, um, or, or the Avengers. I, right. Like, I, I had almost, when he pitches, I would yeah. forgotten that they existed for right. the most part. Um, the Avengers, it was, a, it was a series that ran for about 40 issues yeah. in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it made it. No, it didn't go to the 70s. No. In the 60s. Ended, actually ended with the death of a character called Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. Um, who was he was the founder. Yeah, founder he was members. Giant Man. Right. And, uh, and Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And that was it. Yeah. He was a, he was a scientist. Yeah. I, I, it was an interesting yeah. character. Uh-huh. He, he, he changed sizes. Um, kind of a robotics expert. That sort yep. of thing, oh. but never really caught on, mm-hmm. and was in a group, Marvel's uh, first group after the Fantastic Four, called the Avengers, which is this idea to bring all the solo characters together. Never really clicked, Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. and with issue forty-two, it ended with the death of Hank Pym, yeah, killed by a mysterious assassin with crazy hair, crazy hair, claws. Never really meant to get. I mean, at the time, honestly, it was a different era. It was really just a way to bring the book yeah. to a close. They had to uh, kill somebody. Yeah, they had to kill somebody to, to to end the book. Yep. And the story reason the Avengers broke up is you know our founding member. So so the person who killed them was really a throwaway character. Yep. Never intended to be used again. No. Nope. Um, and of course, that's what the Wasp, who was no one knows this because everyone's so used to her as just being this breakout great singles character. Yeah, yeah. She was actually originally introduced as a love interest for Hank Pym. Yeah. It's amazing how these things happen, but they, yeah, so many great stories yep. came out of his death for her. Yep, her solo book lit up the charts, right? And it was so popular they spin it out into a team book centered around her called The Defenders, right? And of course, that history was yep. made, and today everyone knows who the Defenders yep. are big time movie franchise from Timbuktu yeah. to uh, to Seattle, yeah, all the from one side of the world to the other. Uh, the Defenders, you know, are are our marquee team. Yep, aside of course from the X Men. Yep. Um, basically, are too big. You remember DVX yep. last year? It's true. Our huge DVX event. was um, unbelievable. Yeah, DVX. We never thought we'd be able to top that. Yeah. We think with Age of Ultron, we're, we're, yeah. we're getting there. But uh, Defenders become a huge team. Wasp becomes a huge character. Huge movie. Yes. I mean, only the third biggest movie of all time. Right. Uh, Behind, of course, uh, Hindenburg. Yep. The movie and Hindenburg the movie, yep. which was. The- Still tear up thinking about it, and I forget what number yeah. two is. It's, um, it's, it's something not, else. It's not important, right? But um, number three and climbing. Yep, the still cornerstone the of Marvel Studios. Still in the theaters. Yeah. for three years straight. I know it's the only movie that's ever. Then and that again yeah. is by presidential decree. It's never allowed it to leave theaters. It is. Um, so the Avengers, a footnote in history. Yep, Brian Michael Bendis. Big fan. Rem- remembers them. Grew up, loved this team. This because everyone has those those groups yeah. we love, um, those comics that don't really succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's basically built this entire event, Age of Ultron, around. Hey, we're going to go back to this moment in Marvel history where Hank Pym, as we saw in flashbacks in the last yeah. couple issues, was killed and revealed that the killer of Hank Pym was in fact Wolverine. Yeah, now a hugely popular defender. Uh, I mean, th- when I got this pitch in from Brian, it, it it blew my mind because he created this whole history where the you know the Avengers had continued on that this Hank Pym character mm-hmm. created uh, a, a robot called Ultron that then created this other robot called the Vision, which is right. crazy. But you know, just go. You uh, roll it's with a little it. out there, but you know. But I, he makes yeah. it work. Sure, uh, all these things happen. Uh, it, it's it, he this rich, rich history that he just you know out of thin air. Yeah, that's it up. incredible. Yep. 
and and so that's what this this event hinges around. It's funny. I, I was thinking this as you as you were talking just now because I mean I've never really read the full Avengers run. Not a lot of people have. Yeah. Brian loves it. The only other person I can think of who I mean loves... we've only just brought it back into print like right. two weeks ago. So now new right. people are enjoying now people it, yeah. can read uh, Avengers the the omnibus con- complete collection. Yeah, all forty two issues. Yeah. Um, the only person I can think of who's a huge fan other than Brian Bendis is what's his name the intern uh, the guy who works here Tim. Bob. Tim no, Bob. Tom, Tom. Tom. Tom, no, Tom Brennan. Oh, it's like that hotel, uh, Brevoort. It's like there's Tom a, Brevoort. Yeah, yeah. Tom yeah. Brevoort, who uh, not a lot of people know him. Yeah. Kind of a behind-the-scenes guy. Been an intern here for like 20, 20 25, 20, almost 30 years. Yeah, really incredible. Longest intern. Both a success and failure story. Yeah, uh, here mostly the latter. Yeah, I mean, success in the sense that he's had the longevity he has, Failure in the sense that he's never risen above the ranks of intern. Yeah, I, I mean, even in in my tenure here, yeah, uh, and your was, limited interactions with him. I yeah, would yeah. I, I, but you know, he's he certainly has tenacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he constantly pitching. I mean, he kept trying to pitch uh, to come onto one of our you know flagship books, right. Brute Force. Oh. And you don't just you don't <laughs> sure. go from uh, you know intern yeah. to, to you know editor of Brute Force. Let's not fly too close to the sun, yeah. there, Icarus. Yeah. Exactly. You and your mythology, Ben. You're amazing. Uh, it's a little joke between Blake and I. We talk about that. When, when we went up to his uh, his family's house in Nova Scotia wow. last Christmas, uh, my I wife heard, and I went up there with him. I, I'm, I, Blake, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm a little upset you've never invited me. Yeah. Um, but there's time. There's yeah. time. Uh, but yeah, but he uh, he was also a huge fan of the yeah. Avengers. Right. Um, Loves brute force and Avengers. Those are those yeah. are his books. Yeah, uh, we all get why he loves brute. Yeah, force. of course, brute force is it. You know, uh, that's anyway. Yeah, but yeah, but he he is he's a, a real character. Yeah, uh, he's a real interesting character. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's 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 he, he kind of more chirps than talks. <laughs> um, like a like some sort of strange mutant bird. Yeah, uh, maybe that's why he likes brute force so much. Maybe. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, but but he's I'm sure he's nice. I, you know, I've never, yeah, I've hard. never really had the chance. It's hard to say. I don't know, Blake. Have you ever? I mean, it's probably not worth it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are so many interns yeah. they come and go. It's true, except uh, for him. Yeah, uh, never goes. Yeah, never goes. Has, but uh, has been here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's and you remember these things like these people. I mean, he he's been here so long. I mean, there was a staffer here uh, that you know I, I don't think a lot of people know that he got his start at Marvel uh, before going on to be a huge television star. Oh, I know who you're talking yep. about because I met him briefly. Yep, Stephen Wacker. Stephen Wacker, uh, who's currently appearing. It's only been a few seasons now. He's on. I mean, the number one show on television, yeah. Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Yep, currently in its thirty third season. Uh, yeah, I, the Juggernaut. The yep. Juggernaut on television. I, I, I don't think. I mean, no other show has ever been around for thirty three. Se- no, like prime no. time. No. Uh, Ben Vereen, Jeff Goldblum. Timeless. Yeah, I mean, the two yeah. richest men in the world. Yeah. Um, they get each, you know, I, what, what they make an episode and worth every penny oh, yeah. is astounding. No um, but it, it's 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 such an amazing show and really just such a key part of the right. American cultural well, zeitgeist. I, it, has, it has quite a few um, Marvel connections. Number oh, one, that's true. Steve Wacker was an editor here briefly, yep. of course, now plays Jeff Goldblum's son. Yep. Spot on cast. Oh, my God. Spot on. Yep. And, um... Our own Joss Whedon. Yeah. Remember the original creator yeah. of Ten Speed and Brown Shoe left. Everyone was concerned. It's going to yep. end. He's going to take it over. They had this kid who had only ever done Roseanne. Yep. Uh, they bring him in. Who is he? 
he ends up making the show a huge success, and that put him on your radar. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And that it was from seeing that 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 uh, made us here at Marvel want to uh, get him involved. Right. Put him on the Defenders movie. Yep. Uh, and, he's, and what a job he did. Yeah, unbelievable. And now he's you know he's he's working with us a lot on the movie side of things, so that's really fun. Yeah. Uh, great guy. Yeah, great just guy. A, and just you know, just a, a titan of entertainment. Yep, one of uh, President Beyonce's favorite writers. Sure, and mm-hmm. she's been on the show. She she has. A lot of people don't know that yep. because uh, she appears in heavy makeup. Yep. So as not yeah. to distract, she doesn't want her normal appearance. I oh, hope we're not yeah. blowing anything here. Yeah. But I think people. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's public knowledge. That we've talked about it in a couple of podcasts. It's, yeah. it's fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like when she appears as you know, old man Withers down the street. Yes. I mean, like that's it's amazing. Yeah. She can really do it all. Yeah, she really can. Yeah. Um, where were we? I got. I got to say, Kanye West is a. Lu- he's a lucky guy. Why? He's not. Has no relation to her. Oh. You. You. You are a crazy person. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's not. Uh, yeah. That's the other guy. Yeah. It's Jay Z, her husband. Jay Z, her husband. The first dude. The first dude of America. Of America. Yep. Um, the first wow. gentleman is really what it is. Yeah, but we joke around yeah, cause him because because is... it's so inauthentic for me to call him that. But that's kind of why it's a funny joke between the two of us. Yeah. You know, but, but I always, gentleman. I always get he, him and his brother Kanye West. I get them confused. Yeah, they twin, twin brothers, <laughs> both see, hugely that, successful. Just, I don't know why you think that. That's not true. I'm sorry to shoot you down, Ben, but they, they, they you know how like uh, you can divorce yourself from your parents, or you can people can adopt. They actually adopt each other as brothers. Uh, that's why they're brothers. They're yeah, actually not blood related. They are. They just seem like they're they're just two peas in a pod. So they are. Getting confused. They they're are. great guys. Great, great guys. Well, we we get sidetracked so often on this show, True. but there's just so much going on in the world that demands our attention. Blake, are you okay? He's you crying. Some, are you crying? Uh, he's crying. Did you have some bad? Um, well, it's a touching story when yeah. they adopted each other. Yeah. Did you have some bad moose jerky this morning? When you oh, and uh, we'll hold you later. Just yeah. try to get we'll, through it. We'll, anyway, yeah, just just please just back press, to it. press the button. So, anyways, Age of Ultron going strong. Um, issue number seven just came out this week. That's what, mm-hmm. of course, we're talking about. Issue Absolutely. number eight coming fast and furious down the pike. What we don't dawdle. No, we don't. We don't dawdle here at Marvel. Uh, you know, we we release as many as many comics as we can. As often as we can, yeah. Um, except for Spider-Man, I never get why that's never been more than monthly. Yeah, we've never tried that. Well, no one. I guess uh, we just don't have the editor who's, yeah, who's who couldn't handle it. Uh, we tried it a couple times and they just couldn't handle it. But we thought yeah. it better just to take it slow. Yeah, Spider-Man's get the it only, right. Spider-Man's the only book that's never come out weekly yeah. here at Marvel. Yeah, um, and that's probably good because I don't think uh, senior editor Tom Brennan can really handle more than putting out one comic a month. He can't really handle much, but he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Yep. A, ni- a nice a yep. nice gentleman. That's true. Okay. Uh, what's coming next in Age of Ultron? What's coming up in issue number eight? Uh, so much. It's really... I just like... There's so many good jokes. So many great moments of levity mm-hmm. that Brian brings to it. Sure. Uh, the drama is really turned up to ten. You get to... Uh, you get a little more info on this Hank Pym guy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the world. You get to see the Defenders, you know, in a, in a more stark... Uh, comparison to all different kinds mm-hmm, of things. Mm-hmm. It's it's just really awesome. Right. Different time periods, all that sort of stuff. Really excited. Yep. Really excited for that. All right, well, we actually have some listener questions. Awesome. You guys who, of course, listen to us every week here yeah. on the uh, 
the Marvel Podcast and they Network. come to, they come to our uh, podcast conventions, yeah. our Marvel Podcast conventions. Yeah, we've got another one of those coming up soon yeah. in um, yep. South Carolina. Yep, they've got it. South we, Carolina, home of our own Arun Singh, yep. who is our uh, head of head of marketing. It's true. I know one of Blake's. It's true. Friends. And this convention is going to be two straight weeks, every single yep. day, fourteen days, and it's almost sold out. I think there's like one of the Mondays. Right. Isn't sold out. So if you're gonna get in, you got to go quick because it's yeah, it's gonna be jam packed. Of course, you know they're dome shows. We yeah. only we only run stadiums. Yeah, uh, when we do podcasts because yep. we we need the room to pack it. It's in. true. We do we we do uh, podcast alusa. Yep, as we like to call them. Oh, it's so great. But anyways, if you guys have questions, you can always use the hashtag this week in Marvel AU. That's how we got these off Twitter, the social media service that Nick and I invented. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a few questions here. We're gonna we're gonna look at them. We got one from. At Demox twenty one, Dom Simmons, Dom, Dom, good, good friend of the show, good Dom. Dom. Uh, I just thought of something. Where are the Young Avengers in all this? That's, that's going to be a typo, I would yeah. imagine. Um, he has to mean the Young Defenders. I the mean, Young Defenders, of course. And he must just have it on the brain from reading that Age of Ultron issue right. and mention the Avengers. Young Defenders, I mean, Young Defenders, great title, written by Jamie McKelvey, yep, drawn, drawn by Kieran Gillen. What an artist yeah. and what a writer. Yeah. Uh, the young defenders have not really been seen in Age of Ultron yet. Um, I don't. I think they might. They might uh, show up in some of the tie-in books. I don't think there's any really plans for them. No, to they, be in they got their. They got, they have their hands full. They yeah. have their hands full. All right, fair enough. Oh. Uh, another regular listener, Alien Princess, at uh, the needs of many. Yep. yep. Uh, back in the heroic age. Yep. Future Tony. Aware of it. Future Tony gave present Tony a doomsday device to use. Why didn't Tony ever use the device? I got this one. Oh, okay. Uh, you feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of in, the point of the show. Yeah. Uh, it, it it all comes down to, uh, in Defender's Mansion, mm-hmm. um, this is all part of this, you know, kind of early plan. Brian has seeded, uh, kind of gone back and found little Easter eggs in, mm-hmm. in past issues of Defender's, and, uh, and he planted this character, The Vision... Mm. Uh, which is also this ra- right, that unbelievable creation that, in Brian's timeline that he invented. Yeah. You find out that it's actually one of the defenders in disguise, but he disabled that device that that future Tony gave to present Tony. Okay, so that device is out of commission. Yep. He was planted by Ultron there, out of commission. Yeah, all right, yep. interesting. And of course, we'll learn more about Ultron, this this still sure. shadowy, mysterious uh, figure. Little known fact, Brian modeled after uh, his mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's right. very sweet. Yep. That's terrifying. Very nice. That's very terrifying and nice. Uh, this is not so much a question, just a comment from our friend One Patriot. Just read Age of Ultron number seven. Uh, oh my stars and garters! Can't wait to hear the next this week in Marvel podcast. Thank you so much, One Patriot. Awesome. That's not a question, but I like it. Yeah, he uh, he tweeted that one to our social media director, Agent M. Nice. Who's doing a great job getting us yeah, all these yeah. tweets and yep. uh, Facebook posts and whatnot. Yep. I mean, he's only got about four million followers. Right. Like he's nowhere near the heights that we get to. Sure, but I mean, we have been there since day zero. Yeah. Literally, when we came up with the idea that there's a good way for people to communicate over the internet. And I mean, like almost no one has as many as Blake, but that's only because he went back and, and re-engineered something that if as soon right. as you join it, you automatically. Follow him, yeah, and so never, it's just like I never know how you did that. You're so good with tech. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just a just, computer genius. Yeah, yeah. Genius might yep. be understating it. Okay, from Under? William Loera uh, okay. at Man Called Danger. Oh, that's a that's a good name. That's yep. a good name. You should steal that. Disactivate his account. It's possible. Um, what happened to the Fantastic Four that only left Ben Grimm alive? Well, it sounds like someone has not been reading. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you would obviously know. And for Matt Fraction's there, incredible run. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, Matt Fraction, of course, the artist of Fantastic Four. Yep. Unbelievable. Um, and written by the combination of Mike and Laura Aldrin. Yep. Uh, That's yes. FF. What? That's FF. Fantastic Four. Gesundheit. Uh, but yes, over in Fantastic Four and FF, not. you can find out Fair why enough. you can find out what happened to the rest mm-hmm. of Fantastic. I mean, it's actually a point. We're gonna we're gonna find out more in issue eight what happened to uh, Sue and Reed, who our older readers might remember as Mister Fantastic and the Invisible Lady. Yeah. Um, and and let's get to this last question because I it's a, this is always my favorite part of the podcast. So please go ahead. This not is the this, end. This no, is but your favorite the, part. Yeah, my answer to this one. Just you'll we'll get to it. That, I'm looking forward to it. All right. So from Centurion Joe at Dreamy Robot wants to know what the hell is wrong with Hulk's skin and all those holes in Thing's body. Now I this is actually the 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 five hundredth time I've gotten to say this. It's become kind of like my Carol Burnett ear pull. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, it's the thing that that my catchphrase. You know. And so I just got this five hundredth time. You'll see. That's true. Yes. There's T-shirts uh, out there with that. It's really become yep. uh, the, it's the, the, the catchphrase of a generation. You'll see and we'll see. I kind of alternate them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. I remember it was a big deal. It was almost like when they introduced uh, Pepsi Classic and New Pepsi back yeah. in the '80s. Was when I, you'll switch the yep, I, you'll I retired, see to we'll see. I retired, no, it's the other way. I oh, retired. Right, right. We'll see after 500 times. Yep. And now I got to come up with a new one because you'll see. But there's still mo- still so many people who want to see the classic yep. back. They just refuse to give it up. At some point, I'll bring it back. I'll bring right. them both back once I change that. And wait till next podcast, and you'll get my new catchphrase. Oh my god. You guys, there's so much we want to talk about on next week's podcast. That oh I mean, this God. was a great podcast, as oh. they all are. Yep. But next We're week... We're going to reveal some secrets. Yeah. Some big movie news. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. I didn't want... All right, I'm going to say it now. Okay. On the next podcast, we are going to give one lucky listener one million dollars it's true so and nick will do it when nick's here next week i'm gonna do it yeah so that's huge i've got it ready it's you're on you're you're actually leaving here i wear it like a vest yeah i think you're going to uh switzerland yep to to your reserve to your chateau yep and uh gonna gonna pick it up there it's gonna be great it's gonna be great uh if you see me on the slopes and give me a high five. Yep. Uh, I will give you a spoiler. And that's no easy feat trying to uh, yeah. high five a gold, a three-time gold medal downhill yep. skier. Yep. Uh, I don't mind saying. I wear them as I ski too, so yeah. it just adds to it the, just weighs you down the shininess of the, yeah. of the slopes. Just a gold suit. Well, listen, Nick. Thanks so much as always for joining us, taking time it's out of your incredibly easy schedule. Congratulations again on all your accolades. <laughs> Thank you. I. Uh, I, thanks again, everybody. I, I couldn't do it without your support. You're just all amazing. And, yeah. I, and I promise you that Marvel and Disney and uh, everything that I control uh, will continue to do the best work we can and uh, make your life better. Absolutely. Blake, thank you so much. Uh, do you want to say anything to the fans before we go? No? You're still crying. Why are you crying? He's ch- well, so he's emotional. He so is. emotional. Anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please keep in contact with us. This is Marvel. My universe. I was going to say our universe.